0: All right, what's going on? Welcome back to the Find Your 20 Coaching Insights Show. I'm your host, Mark Sievercroft. And if you're a business owner who's looking to have more focus, more profits, and more time, you've come to the right place because this is the show where I share the top insights from recent coaching sessions that I've had with my clients to help you throw out the 80% that's holding you back so that you can build a business that you actually love owning and a lifestyle that you're excited about because that part's important too. That's right. If your business was these five daily dad jokes. So my sister bought me this day by day calendar of dad jokes. If your business was these five daily dad jokes, we would throw out four of them and we would focus on the one that's most important. And I I have to read this to you, of course. as a lawyer, the number of wrongful convictions shouldn't surprise me. After all, it's just trial and error. There you go. There's your dad joke for the day. Uh, but before we get started, and now that we've got the dad joke out of the way, before we get started, today's featured resource is the Hidden 20 Audio Mastermind. The Hidden 20 Audio Mastermind. This is a daily audio. Uh, a weekly, a weekday daily, not during the weekend, but a daily audio um, recording, a podcast episode, if you will, where I share behind the scenes. I share my plans, my goals, the things that I'm doing, um, the things that I'm focused on, and I share them with you. And it's just $4.99 a month. And, you know, last week I shared, um, I shared uh, the behind the scenes of the offer I made in my email and and why I made the offer, the positioning of the offer, the pricing psychology of the offer, all of those things, I broke it down for the Hidden 20 audio mastermind members. In past weeks and months, I've I've broken down full uh, funnels that I've created. So I broke down my retreat funnel last year and why I created the funnel that I did and the pricing psychology and the upsells and everything that was in it. I've broken down email sequences, Um, I've shared plans that I have for the future, things that I'm thinking about doing. I've shared things that I'm learning um, and things that are coming up for me as I'm I'm reading, studying, as I'm going through programs and courses, as I'm working with my mentors and my coaches. All of that is shared on a daily basis every weekday in the Hidden 20 Audio Mastermind. Most of the episodes are five to 15 minutes long. Sometimes they go longer. Um, And so over the course of a week, you get um typically one is hours of extra additional content that no one else. If you're interested in learning more about the hidden 20 audio master, just go to findyour20.com forward slash hidden 20. That's hidden and then the number 20. And you can and you can learn more about it there and get signed up today. And you can also see all of my featured resources by going to findyour20.com forward slash my best resources. And with that, let's jump in. I've got three things I want to talk to you about today. Two of them are from coaching calls that I had with clients. And one of them is a quote I read that absolutely blew me away when I read it. And I wanted to share it with you and expound on it a little bit. So the first thing is I was having a conversation with a client and this client was talking about how she wanted to grow her business, uh, honestly, exponentially over the next year. Um, and we were talking about that and as she was talking about it, um, she also was like, you know, I've got to get this email campaign set up and I need, I need to create this sequence here. And I said, do I have your permission to just be completely brutally honest right now? And she's like, yeah. And I said, why are you doing those things? (laughs) Why? Why? That is that is way below what you should be doing because this is somebody that's generating uh, several hundred thousand dollars a year already. I said, you should not be wasting your time doing that. You need to get like an online business manager or at, least, at the very least like a full-time assistant or a couple of full-time assistants to help you with these things. I said, because while you're spending time setting up an email campaign, you're not doing the things that are going to generate revenue in your business. You're not... Um, you know, designing the webinar that you're going to use this all. You're not writing the emails. You're not, um, you know, building out the program. You're not doing the things that only you can do. You're focused on these like 10 or 15 or $20 an hour tasks. And so she said, okay, you're right. I'm going to look for an online business manager, somebody that can help me with those types of things. I said, perfect. So then she comes back the next call, uh, the next month. And her question is, should I get somebody that's fractional or should I get somebody that's full-time? And it was specifically, it was, uh, she had an opportunity to work with possibly an agency where there was a, a point person and then there was a, a group of people that would be working on her stuff, but obviously it's an agency. So they'd have other clients as well. So she said, I don't know if I want somebody that that is not completely focused on me, or if I want somebody that's full-time and, and totally focused on what I'm doing and asked, she asked me what, what do you recommend and i said well it really depends i said there's benefits there's pros and cons to both and so i want to share some of those with you today and the thinking and the thought process that i go through because i've had a couple clients that have had these conversations and i also have a client that um has that does some of this fractional work and so so i've seen it from that side as well and so the the things that i said was uh, i said there's value in the fractional there's value in having an agency where there's, there's a lead that you connect with and then they have a team of people that, that do the task. I so said the value of that is you're not beholden to a single person. If that single person gets sick or uh, quits or gets fired, you know, isn't doing their job, that, that agency, it's their responsibility to backfill that with somebody else. So you have that benefit of even on the times that somebody's sick or whatever else, things can continue moving. So that's the value there. On the full-time side, the value of that is that person is intimately acquainted with your business. They're part of your team. They're, they're working with you. They're solely focused on your business, your uh, priorities, the things that you need to do. Whereas that other team, you know, the, the agency model, the fractional model, they may have three or four or five clients that they're supporting. And because of that, their time is understandably divided. So it really comes down to which do you want? Do you want the trade-off of always having somebody as a backup uh, with the trade-off of they have some other people that they might be supporting as well? Or do you want the trade-off of this person's completely solely uh, dedicated to you, but if something happens, now you've got to refill that? You know you've got to uh, hire a new person or you've got to deal with them being out sick or if they have a family member that's sick or whatever else. So it's really kind of balancing those two and asking yourself which one is more valuable to you? I think both are important. both can be both can be the right fit. It depends first off, what's your personal preference. Like I have another client that was going through this exact conversation and and her preference was she decided she didn't want to share that person. She wanted a person that was completely, totally devoted and focused on her business. Great. That works well. Other people decide that they want an agency um, and a fractional person that's maybe working with a few people. The other value of fractional is sometimes you can get a very, very uh, highly skilled person for much less than it would cost to hire them full time because they're not working in your business full time. They're only working a few hours a week or a few hours a month or whatever it is. So here's the thing that I would encourage you to consider if this is something you're thinking about it really comes down to what's most important to you. And either way, it's setting clear expectations. One of the things with this current client that's going through this that I said, I said, the thing that I would want to do is I would want to sit down with that agency and say, okay, you've got several clients, explain to me how my stuff's not going to fall through the cracks. What processes, what procedures, what systems do you have in place to make sure that my stuff gets done when I need it to get done? What's the communication process? What's the delegation process? Um, what's the process if things aren't going like I need them to? And being very, very clear on the front end as to how they navigate that dynamic of having multiple clients and supporting multiple clients. Who's a priority? How do you make sure that uh, priority tasks get done? And so it's asking that question on the front end. And then likewise with the full-time person, it's, it's being a lot slower to hire Making sure that you're hiring the right person, making sure that uh, the, the expectations are very clear, making sure that uh, they're a good fit for you and for the team so that they're not gone a month later after you hire them, because that's very, very expensive as well. So, uh, like I said, either one can work. It's really just a matter of asking those questions and going through some of that thought process that I've shared with you here. All right, number two, this is the quote that I want to share with you. I read this and I absolutely loved it. It's a quote from Dan Kennedy. Uh, who you've heard me talk about many different times on the podcast and other places, but this quote really, really hit me when I when I read it. It is wealth, success, and achievement are mirrors reflecting thoughts and behavior. Let me say that again: wealth, success, and achievement are mirrors reflecting thoughts and behaviors. And that was such a it's something that I think we all kind of understand, like. We, we achieve what we achieve because of the thoughts and the behaviors that we have, the way that we act, the mindset that we have, um, the things that we actually do, the way that we, we look at the world, the way we look at our business. But thinking about your wealth, your success, and your achievement as being mirrors of those things really changes the way you think about it. You know, it, it puts the focus back on what's in your control. Quite honestly, we can't completely control how much wealth we earn. much money we make, the achievement we we, uh, attain, because that relies on other people. That relies on our clients and our potential clients and their agency and their ability to choose whether or not they purchase our product or sign up uh, for our services. But what we do have complete control of is our thoughts and our behavior. Um, It reminds me of uh, the book, The Practice by Seth Godin. Seth Godin talks um, a lot about that, how um, the idea of the practice is that you focus on what you can control. You focus on what's within your control. And if you do that, then success will follow. If you do that, the results will follow. But if you focus on the results to begin with, you're going to have a very hard time getting there because you're not focusing on the things that get you there, those thoughts and those behaviors. Uh, He tells a story in that book. And by the way, I'll I'll put a link. Um, I think it's findyour20.com forward slash um, the practice or the practice book. But I'll put a link on the screen here. And in the show notes for that, if you want to check it out, it's a great book. Uh, But he talks about how when he was learning, he wanted to learn how to fly fish. And he, when he went to fly fish, he said, uh, don't put any, don't put a, a, a fly on the end of it. And the guy's like, well, what do you mean? Like, why would you do that? He said, because I don't want to be worried about whether I get, get a fish or not. I want to focus on doing this right. I want to learn how to get the practice right. I want to learn how to cast the thing. And I'm not a fly fisherman, so don't laugh at me and how I do it. I, I don't like fishing at all. But he said, I want to learn how to do that right without being, um, without being uh, distracted by the results. Uh, he said, because if I get a fish, I might think that I know how to do it and I'll quit focusing on practicing and getting it right. And it's the same thing here. If we focus on our thoughts and we focus on our behaviors, if we are honed in on what those thoughts and behaviors are that will most likely lead to the results we want, then those results will come. But I love this idea of wealth, success, and achievement being mirrors that reflect our thoughts on our behavior you see someone's wealth, you see their success, you see their achievement, you can see the results and the behaviors that got them there. And that's one of the things in the article I was reading that Dan Kennedy talks about. He said, if you wanna be successful, look at successful people and see what they're doing. See how they're structuring their day. See the types of thoughts they're having. See the types of things they're putting into their mind. See the the way that they manage their time. Look at all those things and then implement and create that in your life. And if you do that, then the wealth, the success, and the achievement will reflect those thoughts and behaviors. So I encourage you to think about that today. Think about what that means for you. You know, go back and, and listen to that. You know, I'll, I'll actually I'll say it for you again. Wealth, success, and achievement are mirrors reflecting thoughts and behaviors. Think about that. Maybe even write it down. Look at that and say, what does that mean for me? How does that apply to me? How can I implement that in my life? How can I live more? In line with that train of thought, because it's really valuable. It's really valuable to be thinking about that and realizing that we'll get the success, we'll get the wealth if we have the right mindset, if we have the right thoughts, if we have the right behaviors. And it's so, so valuable to remember rather than focusing on how can I make this amount of money or how can I have this many clients. Just create the, create the, the, the behaviors that are going to get that, and you'll get there sooner or later. You just keep moving forward. All right. The third one, Uh, this is interesting. I never thought about this, but this one ties kind of to the first one. And this one comes from a conversation I had with a client. And I said, you know, what's your goal? What do you want to accomplish in 2023? And he said, well, I'd really like to work um, less than full-time or something like that. I can't remember exactly how he phrased it, but it was something about like holding up full-time as being the, the holy grail. Like that's what we're supposed to do. And, and I said, isn't it interesting how we say that? I said, isn't it interesting how, you know, like he, he almost kind of apologized for wanting to work less than that. And I said, isn't it interesting how culture and our society and our upbringing has taught us that there's something wrong with work, working less than full-time. And it's like, what is full-time? What, what does that even mean? Like full-time really is, The amount of time that you want to work, it's like, I decide I want to work 20 hours this week. That's full time. But we have this cultural, this societal norm that full time is like 40 hours a week, 50 hours a week, something like that. And if we do less than that, we feel like we're somehow cheating ourselves, cheating the system, cheating our clients, cheating whoever. And so one of the things that I want to do in my own mind is I want to completely banish this idea of full time banish this idea of 40 hours a week is full time because full time really is whatever we want it to be and it's really detrimental to us especially as business owners to equate providing adequate value with a certain number of hours because we can work whatever we want and quite honestly if we can get a result for our clients faster that's more valuable to them and so as we think about this, like I really think it's an outdated or an antiquated idea of full time. My question to you is, what is full time for you? What is full time for you? And, and how can you give yourself permission to work however much you want and to generate the re- results and the revenue and the income that you want from that amount of time? It's really a trade-off, you know, and it doesn't have to be a trade-off. Like, I'm not saying like, because you work less, you have to get paid less. That's not what I'm saying at all. But it's a question of how much can I work or how much do I want to work? And how can I do the things that I want to do to make the amount of money that I want to make inside those hours? And if you will have those thoughts and those questions, you will find ways to make it work. You will find ways to be more efficient. You will find ways to generate more revenue and more income. You'll create offers that allow you to generate more income in less time. That's how it works. But you have to create, you have to say that that's the case. And you have to get rid of this feeling of there's something wrong if you're working less. Now, maybe you don't have that. That's something I've struggled with because I grew up on a farm. I grew up in that very farmer mentality of um, it, work is hard. Uh, it's hard to make money. You know, your value as a person is is equated to you being up at the crack of dawn and and coming into the house when it's dark. And that's how you make money. And it's been really, really hard for me to get myself to the point that I'm okay with the fact that I don't work 40 hours a week. And that's okay. It doesn't mean I'm cheating anybody. It doesn't mean that I'm not earning the money I make. It means I'm being more efficient. It means that I'm finding ways to generate more wealth, more income, without having to have it be hard labor. And there's nothing wrong with hard labor. Don't get me wrong. Like, I have nothing wrong, nothing against people that work hard. I work hard. It's a different kind of work. I'm not out shoveling or plowing a field or chasing cows, but everybody works hard. But it's a matter of can you be okay with what you're doing and and how long you're doing it and earning a seemingly improportionate amount of money for that? What is full-time to you? How are you going to define full-time? And how can you overcome the feelings of, if, I mean, if that's the case, feelings of earning more than what you should earn for that amount of time? how can you do that i mean i think about you know i look back at what i made 10 years ago when i was working for somebody and i make i think 10 or 15 times what i made back then per hour if you break down what i make per hour does that mean that i'm cheating the system somehow now no it means that i'm doing something else i'm in a different position i own my own business i'm doing different type of work and i found a way to provide value at a different level And so as you're growing, as you're building your business, as you're expanding your business, as you're creating the business that you want, you're going to run into those mental blocks where you almost feel bad for making as much as you are in the time that you're making it. And as that comes up, my encouragement to you is to remember that full time is what you define it as. It's not what society defines it as. It's not what the culture defines it as. It's not what our upbringing defines it as. Full-time is what you want to work. And that's okay. You just have to create the business and the systems and the processes around that to make that work. And if you're willing to do that and you do that, who cares? That's great. Fantastic. Let me celebrate along with you. That's exciting. So today we've talked about uh, the things to consider as to whether you should get a fractional or a full-time employee. We've talked about the quote from Dan Kennedy, wealth, success, and achievement are mirrors reflecting thoughts and behavior. And we've talked about uh, defining full-time and being okay with defining full-time is whatever you want to define it as. And I want to thank you for listening today. Thank you for being here. If you haven't yet, make sure you grab your copy of my book, Find Your 20, by going to findyour20.com forward slash copy. And I'll drop one into the mail for you ASAP. Just cover the shipping and handling. I'll send you the book for free. It costs less than if you were to buy it on Amazon. So go there and grab that today. Um, and as always, please, if you, if you like the show, please leave a rating and review for the podcast on your preferred podcast app because it, it really helps others to find the podcast and be able to listen to it as well. And until next time, get out there and chase your point.